Welcome to The Sofa. I'm Sherry. I'm Bonnie. And this is the Sisters Hallmark Sip and Chat Podcast. We're a couple of crown heads who love all things Hallmark. Welcome back to The Sofa, everyone. It's week 10, the final week of our Hallmark Countdown to Christmas 2022 episode. Where has the time gone? In this episode, we'll be sipping chocolate candy cane martinis, and you can find the recipe on our website, sisterssippinchat.ca. Feel free to pause so you can make your own. In this episode, we'll be chatting about this week's six movies entitled Hashtag Xmas, Twas the Night Before Christmas, The Gift of Peace, Five More Minutes, Moments Like These, Hanukkah on Rye, and Holiday Heritage. Phew! Movie number one, Hashtag Xmas, starring Claire Bowen as Jen and Brant Daughtry as Max. Jen, an up-and-coming interior designer, enters a design competition highlighting her life as a wife and mother, except that none of that is true. She's torn between sticking with the lie that the brand loves or being genuine to who she really is. So let's find out how this movie rates on our sofa rating system. But first, a quick explanation. Our custom sofa rating system includes a list of 20 Hallmark tropes broken down into 10 categories that will determine how Hallmark is this movie. And you can download the list from our website, sisterssippinchat.ca. So this movie earned 13 out of 20 sofas. And the categories are town holiday celebrations, location, 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 family and friends, affairs of the heart, and the charitable event was ticket sales from the dance going to local charities. Okay, well, I enjoyed the movie and learning about herself, but I'm not a fan of the people signing up for other things and lying about them. Mm -hmm. That part I'm not crazy about. But um, she didn't need to go along with the idea, of course, and could have made it stop. But then I guess her personal journey that she needed to have that was the storyline would never have happened. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I think for most of the movie, she does, of course, act opposite of the genuine that she's Mm -hmm. supposed to be purporting to be in her business. And really, let's face it, the means really don't justify the ends. Like, what about the other people who applied for the contest as themselves? And like aren't they a little bit cheated having not been chosen however you could tell it was eating her up it wasn't like she happily lied it was troublesome so that's something at least that it did really bother her to not True, be i guess it and it added to a little bit of the humor that was underlining yes. in there yeah i did enjoy her design ideas but that mm-hmm. the fact that her mom just happened to rent a, this beautiful home that she decorated yeah. lovely for the contest, but there wasn't even a lot of time to accomplish that, and they did it all. And I know that it takes a long time to a plan, yeah. sort, do. So that was impressive if they actually could have done it in that timeline. But you know, movie magic, things can get yeah. done fast. <laughs> but of course, sometimes mother-daughter relationships can be very complicated. But the important me- me- um, meaning that I got out of this was that you never stop trying and they kept yes. trying. So that yeah, was for sure. Good. Totally. Yeah. The way they decorated her mother's rental house was super pretty. I did absolutely love it. Didn't it did kind of stretch reality for sure. And her <laughs> store, like right from the beginning, her store is just absolutely beautiful. Like oh, I wish they highlighted more of her store. It was gorgeous. Had lots of that Tiffany Robbins egg blue through it. Super, super pretty. 
I agree. And the new stepdad was a very loving and sweet character. I know he didn't have a big role in there, but the fact that he had such great understanding of his wife, he was able to um, integrate his knowledge of her to help, you know, repair the relationship. So I thought that was really good. He he actually had a um, a need to be in the storyline otherwise, other yeah, than actually- the fact that her mom married a hundred people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true enough. But I think that him being there was what helped put the glue together. And the fact that they had to be together to do this concept of lying to these people or whatever, they were kind of all in on the gag. Um, I think he kind of was a good offset to all of that. They're crazy, the crazy girls, and then him trying to calm everybody down. I did appreciate that. Um, I did like at the end, of course, it was finally a a relief as a viewer when she finally told Mm -hmm. the truth. And then we find out other people are not telling the truth, including people from the brand, too. I guess it's all about, you know, everybody needs to face their own truth so that they can just move on and rebuild their lives better and bigger and better. So at least it had a good meaning in the end. It did in the end. Okay, movie number two, Twas the Night Before Christmas, starring Tori DeVito as Madison and Zane Holtz as Connor. With a little Christmas magic waiting in the wings, Eve gets her shot at directing her first play, exploring the true authorship of the famous poem, A Visit from St. Nick. Let's see how this rates on our SOFA rating system. This movie rated 17 out of 20, which is a very good score. Mm -hmm. The breakdown categories are... Town holiday celebrations, location, 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 family and friends, affairs of the heart, big life changes, Christmas magic, and the charitable event which the gingerbread houses for charity. I love the ghosts in this movie. I loved how they used the ghosts in this movie in this magical way that they appeared and 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 were on trial um, and giving their testimony was very cool. <laughs> uh, I love the chemistry between the main characters. That was really, it was realistic and it, it worked really well. I really, I just love this movie as a whole. The story was very smart and funny and well played out. It was not something I knew about before um, this you know, issue of the authorship of this story before I watched this movie, I didn't know anything about it. So it was really captivating and interesting for me. I love that there was a mystery. And then of course the Christmas magic in it, uh, it was really well done. I think. I agree. This was an amazing storyline that really brought me personally back to thinking about the meaning of Christmas and families together, mm-hmm. because this is the story. I bought one this year for my grandkids to to read to them on Christmas Eve. So, I mean, this has gone through the ages with people. Mm. It's a staple of Christmas. So, and uh, I had no idea that there was controversy behind it. So I would like very much that we investigate that. That was very, very interesting. Totally. And the whole idea of the the um, festival, this Victorian costumes in that little town. Oh, yeah. I loved that festival. I thought it was so cute. I totally would go and visit. And I would dress up in the, the whole thing. Absolutely. And I would love to go see a Christmas play like that. That would be so cool to see a live Christmas play on Christmas Eve as part of the festivities. Enjoyed that. I agree. A hundred percent. I'm also looking forward to watching this again next Christmas. This was top three for me. I hope that they continue to come up with unique ideas like that, where they challenge things. That was very good. Movie number three, The Gift of Peace, 
starring Nikki Deloche as Tracy and Brendan Elliott as Michael. After the loss of her husband, Tracy also loses her faith, but finds hope and a path back to faith with the help of a grief support group at Christmas. Okay, so this movie earned a score of 9 out of 20 sofas, and the breakdown is town holiday celebrations, family and friends, volunteering, and uh, the charitable event was volunteering at the youth center and wrapping gifts for the toy drive. I I found this movie a little bit hard to watch because it's like, not only did she lose them, which is absolutely horrific but she also Mm -hmm. lost her faith Mm -hmm. and i think even though we typically as a sofa rating talk about christmas magic where it's all that obvious magic that you see in the movies like we just did in the last movie where the ghosts Mm -hmm. appear but i think the fact that in this movie she struggled with her grief and struggled with her loss of faith which can make you feel like there's no way out because you don't have that to turn to i think the fact that she was able to gain her faith by the end of the movie is a true Christmas magic. I, I agree. I think it's more the Christmas. That's the true Christmas spirit, the true right? Christmas, yeah. The faith and believing. Um, and, you know, at the time of year that, that people get that, that comes with Christmas and the story of Christmas for sure. Um, certainly this movie pulled every heartstring that I have. Um, there's that one line, things that are broken can be made somewhat whole again. Of course, you know, it's hard when someone you've lost someone to, you can't be completely whole, but the idea that, you know, it's important to go through the struggles and the grief, but it's also important to work yourself out the other side of the grief and certainly faith can get you there 100 percent. this movie was so inspiring and it was what christmas is really all about it's about helping mm-hmm. others loving others remembering really important to love yourself and remembering to love your faith mm-hmm. it was interesting that the leader michael who obviously is an amazing actor yeah. he wasn't he wasn't truly able to deal with his own grief but was working so hard to help with everyone else's grief to see if that would take his pain away. Yeah. And I think it just reminds us that grief is such a hard personal issue. Like it's not the same for everyone. Everyone deals with it differently and in their own way. Like the one young girl, the singer, she didn't even really speak at all, but whatever happened when he took her to that mountainside to see Mm -hmm. that version close to heaven kind of look it, it just, it was able, it was her breaking point to move on. And that was really like, didn't mean it, it did it for anyone else, but it did it for her. So that was yeah. really cool. I agree. I really like that they highlighted the different people's path back to, you know, healing uh, through their grief and that exactly everybody's path is different. Um, I love that they chose this actor for that part mm-hmm. because it could have been overdone or underdone. He's just one of my favorite Hallmark actors. I always look forward to the movies he's in each year because he has the sense of humor that also works in those serious moments too. It's never right. over the top one way or the other. I always feel his sincerity come through. So I really enjoyed him in this movie. I totally agree. He did a wonderful job. And the singing in this movie was so wonderful, mm-hmm. beautiful, moving. I really love that a lot. And that church was just a cute, quaint, small yeah. town, little church. But oh, it was so, so beautiful. I love that. It was that. charming. Yeah. And I, I love the perfect seat, uh, best seat in the house. 
Yes, <laughs> the front yo front row. Or front row. The However, in the house. every seat in seat is, is a good seat. seat. <laughs> yes, that's true. Every seat's a good seat. I do love that Faith was at the heart of this movie. Um, it was heartbreaking in moments, of course, oh. but then completely uplifting in others. And I think it was such a great addition to this year's lineup. I 100% agree. And I think there's many people that are dealing with those situations right now that a movie like that could help them see see the light or move towards it to, to start the healing process. Okay, let's go on to movie number four. Five more minutes, moments like these. Starring Ashley Williams as Caitlin and Lucas Bryant as Matthew. In this second movie inspired by Scott McCreary's song, Five More Minutes, widow Caitlin's Christmas wish for her son comes true in a surprising way when they return to their old home for the holidays. Okay, let's find out how it rates on our sofa rating system. This movie earned a score of 13 out of 20 sofas. Again, two amazing movies, low scores. The categories are town holiday celebrations, Location, 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 big life changes, Christmas magic, and the charitable event, the Yule House tickets for the food bank. You know, this was such a sweet movie. I oh. think it actually proves the whole idea with low scores. It means that even if they only pick one or two tropes, if it's done really well, it's such it turns out to be like score or no score turns out to be a great movie. I really think this was a great movie. I love that they showed the dad through the different ages, like how they revealed this oh. five minutes with him <laughs> was like as a little guy it was so cute all the way till you know, when he's an adult. And um, I think it was a clever way at the end how they revealed revealed him to her as well with uh, her seeing all the little things throughout that pointed back to him the sunglasses and and all the little um uh hints along the way when, that it was him and not just some random person <laughs> yeah I agree the dad coming to the sun uh, that, that it choked me up so much like it was so good I love the switch on this concept mm -hmm. and I love the fact that, because I mean, if something was to happen to my husband, I couldn't imagine moving on with another person. Yeah. But it was so wonderful how the husband was the one who said, I chose him for you. Right. To give her the, it was okay. But however, I, I really love the switch on the concept this time that it was the little boy who was affected, um, but in such a good way, in yeah. a very good way. And he ended up getting such a good friend out of that. Yeah. I think it was a good um ending for both of the the mother and son in this um i love that the son had this idea of the yule house mm -hmm. i thought that was just so sweet and thoughtful and the decorations throughout the house were so much fun they were so festive of course but there was a lot of fun and childhood like laughter throughout it i really enjoyed how they decorated that house and of course then they kept the house so <laughs> No, I nice. agree. I would love to do the Yule House. Me and my husband yeah. he, he watched this movie. We watched both of the Christmas houses one and two. And then he warned me, don't get any ideas, Sherry. We're not <laughs> doing this. <laughs> it was a great idea because, of course, they thought they were selling the house or whatever. But I think it was a really cool idea. I liked the cameo from Nikki Deloche, who had yeah. played in the original movie. And that kind of tied the two together. Um was glad, of course, that they stayed home after doing all that work to renovate it, um, thinking they were going to lose it. And then in the end, they got to rebuild their life in it. I think that was a very sweet 
ending to this movie. I agree. And once again, it's trying to find your way through grief. Grief, grief, grief <laughs> is such an individual experience that sometimes you really can't see what the other people in your life need to heal their own grief. So I thought that was really well done that she was consumed with trying to do what was right, but wasn't seeing the whole picture. And again, very common mistakes. We've all had our own share of grief and there's just no right way to handle that. So it was really wonderful that she had an opportunity that that wish came true because many of us, I'm sure, would have a wish like that and have yeah. not been blessed with that answer. <laughs> yeah, once again, a different version of grieving, but also very well done. Very, very well done. Movie number five, Hanukkah on Rye, starring Yale Robus as Molly, Jeremy Jordan as Jacob, and Lisa Loeb as Natalie. Molly and Jacob, competing deli owners, find love through a unique matchmaking service that has them write letters to each other under a pseudonym, but it will take a Hanukkah miracle to keep them in their family's dreams together. Okay, so how did it rate on our sofa rating system? It earned 15 out of 20 sofas. And the categories are town holiday celebrations, location, 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 family and friends, affairs of the heart, big life changes, and the charitable event, events at the restaurant for the community. Okay, this was so interesting to learn uh, about another holiday, such as mm -hmm. Hanukkah. Yeah, and I've, I know a little bit, but the it was really interesting to hear greater detail and all the songs like those mm -hmm. songs that was just absolutely lovely. And to see that strength of family, like it's mm -hmm. like a conviction for them. Like that was, I, I really did enjoy that. I agree. I enjoyed experiencing Hanukkah through this movie. It's not <laughs> something that I've ever done before and how connected the family deli is to their connected to their community. And as for the romance, I think the letter writing was such a clever way for them to get to know each other privately, you know, without that everybody else in the mix or distraction of even being at a dinner or a movie or whatever. And of course I love the movie you've got mail. And of course it's very much like the movie you've got mail a movie just like I dearly love that movie yes the art of writing on pen and paper was wonderful and so uplifting okay so let's all face it the doorman was super funny and creative mm -hmm. trying to make a buck on joining that letter <laughs> exchange and he was like deadpan for most of it yeah. so you, you never read his face so cool. And like, there's, you know, Lisa Loeb, hello, walking on stage, performing a Hanukkah song. I love her. And I just thought that is just so awesome. And I also loved, of course, really cool to learn about the different aspects of their heritage through the events that they held at the deli. Uh, I especially like the daily lighting of the candle and the recitation that they did every single time they uh, lit yeah. a new candle. Really appreciated that. It, that was absolutely beautiful and I, I i wish we had something like that in our own culture because that was really mm -hmm. quite nice yeah um and the different foods and yes. family recipes through the ages that's a wonderful concept and i'm sure that yeah. happens in many different cultures yeah but not only did it teach us about hanukkah and the foods and their community but it also gave us that reminder that how, you know, there's many ways that we're all connected. 
because mm-hmm. yeah. this connection of these two families was very strong Way and they didn't even then. know it yeah before yeah. they even it was revealed to them yes it was hilarious watching the bubbies uh, <laughs> and their their lock lock cabal uh, i think it was at lock because i can't remember, remember how you pronounce it but it was so cute and then of course that sweet outcome when they find out that their mothers both met on the boat to Ellis Island. And then, of course, the kids, uh, Molly and Jacob, ultimately uh, join together, have the same deli instead of competing ones, and they uh, mm-hmm. rename the deli after their grandmothers. So that was super special. That was really sweet. Again, um, not as tearjerker as a couple of the other ones this week. Yeah. But it still moved me for sure. And I'm really grateful to have learned a little bit more about another culture. On to our final movie of the week. Movie number six. Actually, it's our final movie of our season. Yeah. Holiday Heritage. Starring Lindy Greenwood as Ella, Brooks Darnell as Griffin, and Holly Robinson-Pete as Micah. Ella enlists the help of her ex-boyfriend Griffin to repair her mother and her grandmother's relationship by celebrating Christmas and Kwanzaa together. Let's find out how it's it scored on our SOFA rating system of 15 out of 20. The categories are town holiday celebrations, location, 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 family and friends, affairs of the heart, big life changes, and the charitable event, silent auction for local art programs. The loss of Ella's grandpa, once again, a loss, is felt right from the beginning of this movie. Um, Of course, it's just so tough to move on after you lose someone special to you. And it's especially so at the holidays, it seems. Um, But focusing on family, which, you know, she starts to do and the festivities around uh, all of that certainly does help. Even if your heart still hurts, getting out there with your family and celebrating and bringing that joy into your life, I think really helps you get past that first initial holiday season without the person that you love. Absolutely. And once again, I enjoyed learning about the seven principles of Kwanzaa, which I didn't know there was such a thing. I had no idea about the beautiful candle lighting and the grandfather's message to Ella about family being first and foremost, that was very moving. And I was grateful she figured out how she could apply that with encouraging Kwanzaa celebrations as a family and showing them that video so that they knew that they would be honoring him in doing these things. I agree. I love I loved learning more about Kwanzaa. I didn't know much about it and how it was celebrated. It actually inspired me to look up the history of the holiday and what those seven principles were. Um, and I was also happy to see the traditional outfits that they ended up wearing at yeah. the festival. Um, you know, it was great. And then singing the Christmas carols by the Christmas tree in the town square. So they had the Christmas celebration. And it, I think that was very sweet. And I'd totally be up for that. Um, and then it was very clever idea on her, on Ella's part to get her mom and, and grandmother uh, to work together on those Kwanzaa cookies to get them thinking about those seven principles and bringing them back together. Yes, the cookies needed a huge team to prepare, but it kind of looked in the movie like Ella was the only one doing the thousand Kwanzaa artwork on the cookies. Which, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of people that needed to bake them. I realize baking takes a lot of time. Um, I really feel a little bit that they had missed an opportunity of explaining when the cookies were handed out to the individuals at the event. 
that they were to apply the principle they received on the cookie. I mean, they told us during it so that we kind yeah. of knew this was going to happen, but it would have been nice to see that during the event and how they would have shared that information and what that might have looked like just for people like ourselves who are not as familiar with the seven principles yeah kwanzaa as a whole so uh i I, that was the only part i thought they missed but i thought it was a very good story again the mother-daughter trauma yeah i agree with you i think they could have done more to explain that i know they got interrupted because the mother and daughter had an argument at the one point um but it would have been nice for them to maybe go into a little bit more detail what the seven principles were i looked them up and they're very fascinating i i thought it's really interesting way to celebrate the african heritage um but i would have liked to have seen a little bit more maybe in future movies that's what they'll do yeah um, I totally agree that this has been a wonderful end to our countdown to Christmas season number two. Mm-hmm. It's the end of season two. Um, there's a major snowstorm outside and my power <laughs> is flickering off and on. Oh, so. really? Okay. <laughs> so let's talk let about me... the drink. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the chocolate candy cane martini. Okay, here's my perspective. It was very sweet and it was very messy to dress, but it looked so good. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I, I agree with you. I think that if you're going to serve something that looks uh, holiday-like, this is a good choice. So this season, there were many movies I loved this year. Many that are going to go right up into my top 10. But I must be honest, there were a few that were not so great in this year's lineup, which were a bit disappointing. But at least they did not fail in ending us with the great feels at the end of the season. This this season lineup <clears throat> had many ups and downs, but this last uh, episode, all six movies, did exactly what they needed to do. They really brought me into the spirit, ex- the excitement, the feels. I-, I can't wait to see what the lineup for season number three is. Agreed. I definitely agree with you. There were some maybe not so favorites for sure this year. I think we've talked about those ones, but definitely there were some favorite like movies this year that will literally be my favorites. Like I save them on my PVR and I'm going to, I'm really looking forward to watching them again every year. The highlights for the season for me were a fabled holiday, uh, the Royal nanny, three wise men and a baby, oh, and that dance, <laughs> that dance people, uh, a big fat family Christmas. I really enjoyed that one. And twas the night before Christmas. Cause I think that was such a clever, you know, mystery. I really enjoyed that. And my favorite drink was the sparkling cider sangria to actually, drink but i tell you i love how the chocolate kidney cane martini looks <laughs> totally agree all right see you well, all next year <laughs> see you next year happy holidays merry christmas happy kwanzaa happy hanukkah and happy new year this episode was brought to you by hamish community services opening doors by taking the dis out of disabilities You can find out more information at hamish.ca. Well, fellow crown heads, we've come to the end of today's chat. You can find all our episodes on your favorite podcast network. And on our website, sistersipandchat.ca. Subscribe and never miss a chat session. Thanks for listening. Join us next time. And we'll save you a seat on the sofa.